When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. You know, we've talked about it on this channel before. Americans tend to pay attention to international events and international affairs once the headlines start. The problem with that is that we, we don't get the backstory. Because once it's news and once there's headlines, we've already missed all the rising action. We don't get the origin story behind a lot of events and how they came to be. So today, we're going to talk about how Castro came to power. Because I'm not sure many people know. Alright, it's the 1950s. It's Cuba. And there's this guy. He's got a military background. And uh, well, he wants a little more power. So, he paints himself as a man of the people. A populist. And, uh, you know, he kind of reaches out, gets some backing from a superpower, kind of becomes their puppet. Realizes he can't win an election. But if he can't win at the ballot box, there's another way to do it. So he stages a coup. And like men of his ilk, when he comes to power, well, he starts curtailing civil liberties good man of the people that he is, gets rid of the ability to strike, staffs the government with his buddies, turns into a kleptocracy. They just start uh, using their power to feather their own nests at the expense of the people. That starts uh, a revolutionary spirit of the country can't have that, so he starts curtailing dissidents. The economy goes stagnant. The gap between the haves and the have-nots, it increases. Income inequality grows. He cuts deals with international criminals. And that revolutionary spirit keeps growing. So the executions come. Now, the high number is 20,000. My reading, my best guess, I'm not an authority, 10 to 15. I've seen numbers as low as a few hundred. I'm pretty sure those aren't right. And uh, that, that's it. That's, that's how Castro came to power. He overthrew that dude. That guy's name was Batista. See... Conditions have to be right for revolution. You have to have certain things. You have to have a, a government that isn't responsive, won't institute reforms. So, therefore, people feel like revolution is the only option. they got to be corrupt, be more interested in feathering their own nests than helping the people. They can't be comfortable. You know, <laughs> people only care about the pebble in their shoe. 
if everybody's comfortable, even if the government is corrupt, well, you know, they kind of turn a blind eye to it. But when that income inequality grows, people feel like they can't get a fair shake in the game, well, they reset the game. You need all those conditions. Sometimes other things can substitute for them. But you really need that. We've got most of them in the U.S. Now, luckily in the U.S., because of our infrastructure and because we are incredibly comfortable, we still have that chance for that peaceful revolution. And uh, the thing is, we just need to make sure that those who are pushing that that are saying that they are going to make America great again, that they're really going to. Because a lot of times, anti-establishment rhetoric, it's not really anti-establishment. It's not for the people. It's just designed to put a new set of people in charge so they can do the exact same thing. We've seen this recently. History doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. And a lot of things are rhyming right now. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night.